<clears throat> Nectar of the gods. You're coffee. Already, Good coffee, rolling. buddy. You're already rolling, aren't you? You know what? Oh, God. You're you know what? What an exhausting day of doing nothing. You're already rolling. This one, mine. All right. You got yours? Yes. Okay. Uh, first of all, <clears throat> sorry it's taken us so long to get back to you guys. Uh, I, I would do the intro, but I'm going to forego it. <laughs> this is this is this is COVID season. We're going to do things a little differently. Yeah. You know what? Uh, for those of you that have been waiting for a podcast, uh, of course, I've been uh, you know practicing my social distancing uh, to various degrees, trying to be careful, as I'm sure most of you are. Uh, Coach Nick and I are you know sitting, of course, with uh, two full meters between us. Yeah. In the backyard, new location tonight for this one. That's right. In the backyard, sitting in front of the fire here. Fireside chat. We got the uh, the fire going. I got a cup of awesome coffee, <laughs> and uh, God knows I could use it. So you were saying you got you're ripping to do a podcast. You had something on your mind. Oh yeah. You know what? I've had something on my mind uh, <laughs> ever since this whole thing started. Uh, I could bust into rants right away about how I'm pissed off at Justin Trudeau and his liberal You're government. always pissed off at oh, Justin Trudeau. Oh, God. Look at, you know what? Before we start, just yeah. have, have a gander up. Look how clear this guy is. Oh, I know. Like, that's outstanding. It, it, there's, there's no, there's absolutely no clouds. And look at all the stars. Oh, the, the, you know what? This the, is awesome. The, 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 for, for the people out there that uh, aren't climate deniers, <laughs> you got to be in heaven right now. If you're uh, an environmentalist and you're, you know, wanting to see the, uh, the atmosphere uh, seemingly improve, I've noticed, uh, I don't know if it's spring, uh, you know, it's always smells nice in the air in spring, but I got to tell you, it has uh, never been more clear and it, it's beautiful uh, to take a deep, deep breath of fresh air yeah. and, 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 and hammer, right? And, <laughs> and the hammer. Kind of an <laughs> like, I, I'm genuinely surprised at the air quality levels uh, surrounding the greater Hamilton area. And, uh, oh, hear that? You know it's you know it's summertime <laughs> when the cars start coming the out. Weather's getting better. You know what? Everybody's going to be breaking out their fancy new cars, and they're going to be uh, pretty tired of the idea of being locked up. You know, in throughout the course of the last few weeks, for those of you that uh, may have been living underneath a rock, I, you know what? I can't blame them. I've been going stir crazy, like. I've been in my house two years. I think when this is all said and done, I'm going to want to sell it because I don't want to look at the inside of my house anymore. Cause yeah. It's all, like, okay, so today I'll spend the first three hours upstairs in the living room, and then I'll shift downstairs to the TV room for the next three hours. It's like, holy Lord. You, you, you know, it's a great opportunity for people to catch up on those things around the house. It is. Uh, a lot of people have been. I know yeah. a lot of friends have been. Yeah. I'm, I'm, pretty, uh, I'm pretty excited about it. I... Uh, you know, uh, tackling uh, some of the you know things like the garage. You know, uh, making sure that you know you're uh, you're ready to go for spring. Usually, is a bit of a rush, and you want to get it over with. Now you have nothing but time. You know, yeah. if you ever wanted to go through those old family photos and you know get reorganized, uh, you know, do some things for your house. You know, a few upgrades, maybe some paint. You know, that now would be the time to do it. And and I, I noticed you've started the spring reloading season a little Ooh, bit early. Oh <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, we got we got right into it. I uh, you know, I brought you over a keg of powder tonight. Yes, uh, right. we're gonna get right. right. We're gonna get you. We're gonna get you off and running uh, to the races with the uh, reloading train. Uh, yeah, Coach Nick gonna, has recently yeah. acquired some some equipment. Yes, 
Yes, it was gifted to me by a very dear close friend who got it as kind of an add-on to uh, something else. And I've got everything ready to go. I just got to go get myself an old desk off Kijiji and set it up in the uh, in the gun room and we're we're uh, we're off to the races yeah you, you excited about this or what you're gonna be loading your own ammo excited and a little I'm gonna be a little nervous already why I'll let, <laughs> just because it's me loading what could go wrong exactly you know <laughs> coach Nick had the bonfire going I walk in with a you know keg of powder for him and I'm thinking yeah it's probably a good idea that I not get any closer to the fire you know than 20 feet uh where can i put this away you know yeah. that was my first question uh safety first uh, reloading can be dangerous and i i can tell you right now that if you're uh, not paying attention it, it can be um it's really important you know you are dealing with you know uh things that um you know could potentially be dangerous if mishandled uh, but the idea is is that most people you know start off real slow with a single stage press and uh, you got that you got all the necessary components yep. to get yourself off, yeah. off and going. Going to start with twelve gauge. I think you're going to start with twelve nice gauge. And, eh? nice you're a simple. chicken. You, yeah, no, you're a chicken. We're going to keep. We're going to keep it simple so nobody dies. Primarily me. Yeah. Well, so. well, you know, it, you know, I always tell people, you know, uh, reloading is it's an art. It, it certainly is very relaxing, and you know, if you if you have the time, and I mean, everybody has the time. So I mean, if you can get your hands on some reloading equipment, um, you know, it's it's an art form. It, it's definitely something that you know you'll learn to appreciate uh, if you spend any amount of time doing it you, you start to play with the loads a little bit and you tailor them for the uh, the particular firearm that you might be firing them out of uh, you can make them hot you can make them you know really really mild uh, you know I've seen guns that should be hand cannons behave like pellet guns uh, when guys you know download ammunition you can really have a lot of fun with it well, it's all just the different recipes and, oh, yeah. and, and, and everything else, mm-hmm. right? And, of course, there's there's the obvious cost savings as well. Well, right? you know, there's a lot of people that would argue that you don't save any money reloading and, until you reload in bulk. I can, I can tell you right now, even then, um, you know, some ammo prices have dropped to the point where they're so ridiculously inexpensive when you compare them even yeah. to reloaded ammunition that you might not do it. But but the truth is, is that it's terrifically gratifying. Um, you don't really save any money. It's like... It's like not a third of the cost. It's just you shoot like three times as much as you would for the same yeah. price. You know. Well, you, you know what? I'd much rather once I kind of figure it out and haven't lost any limbs. Yeah. I uh, I'd much rather just sit in my basement and and rip off twenty five a night than have to run out to somewhere and get a case of oh yeah because I know I'm going trap shooting with you on on the weekend. Or, well, not anytime soon, I guess, but yeah. at some point. Uh, but I'll you know this could be the opportunity to kind of stockpile and. And well, don't use that word stockpile. Oh, gosh, <laughs> when you know, when you talk about firearms, they're looking for any excuse to you know yeah. get you. Uh, you know, stockpiling. You know, really, what is stockpiling? I'll tell you right now. I know guys like just to educate. You know, for the people that don't know, um, you know, when you read the newspaper that you know the guy has like two thousand rounds of ammunition, it's like <laughs> <laughs> you know, like if you enjoy doing something, that's like saying like that's if you love, well, you know, it's like saying if you love music that you you know. If you listen to 30 seconds, you've had enough of the song. Like, I mean, yeah. no, no. Like, I mean, uh, if, if you shoot, you know, if you shoot competitively, Jesus, you can blow through a few thousand rounds in a, yeah. you know, in oh, a day. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Hell, a competition will be, a, you know, a thousand rounds. Like, you you can't um, you can't tell people they can have, like, just that little on hand. Uh, and then you've got multiple guns. You know, you got different.
for you know people to collect guns you'll have you'll have more because they'll have some for each gun you know and, and some of the collections grow quite large uh, but but like the idea of reloading and saving money like eh, you know it, it, it's really cool like never mind the money you save like it's a lot of fun and if you have the time to do it it can be you know very uh, very exciting uh, for a lot of people that reload they like to find out exactly how far they can go <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know like I might know one or two people like you that. know I, well who would you be thinking of well, I, who's the first person that comes to your mind? Sitting to my right. Oh, come on. I'm not and that bad. Know, and then I don't know if he wants me to mention his name, the other the other fella. Who, Gas Gas? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> gas Gas. You know, yeah. Gas Gas Brent, he, uh, if, if you've seen him, uh, you know, he's, he's a bit of a phantom uh, online, but he's a Gas Gas rider. Uh, you know... <sighs> Great guy. Um, you know, loading though, like what <laughs> he's he's not afraid to go hot. No, he's no. he's the creator of the uh, the infamous now infamous gas gas uh, twelve gauge. Uh, slugs for for the shotgun pistol uh we, we had a, a video that we did it was just a little short uh, thing i did uh, before we um you know were ready to give away a prize in a contest i did a short video on the shotgun pistol and like like a, a million and three people saw it that like, was about it, three years ago yeah yeah and it was it was not meant to be anything special certainly it wasn't um you it know was just a giveaway and let's ha- let's have some fun and yeah you know it's just a quick it's just a quick thing we did and you know we were shooting uh, at the golf sportsman's club and I, I, I pulled the trigger on this thing <laughs> and, and of course you know it jumped in my hand and and the shotgun pistol is very special because you know it's 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 shotgun and, and it's it's really um, only came to be because of a comedy of errors but the shotgun pistol has a six inch barrel and you know with uh, full power 12 gauge loads you know it, it's still a it's still a handful but with gas gas loads <laughs> you need to use that little itty bitty foregrip that's on it. You know, no, you don't. It's I tell you, the foregrips gives you this false sense of illusion, or uh, the, the, the sense of security. It's it's totally an illusion that when you pull the trigger, if you held onto the front of it, that you'd be able to hold on. Like there's there's no way. It's meant to be fired like as a pistol, and and Tango Mike has perfected it. He's 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 figured out what I did, which is it's best to shoot the thing one handed. And then ride it out. And then ride it out. If you if you lock up with the shotgun pistol, uh, with full gas gas power loads, it it wants to rip violently. Oh, you know, take a beating. Oh yeah, it's it's a single shot gun, right? So I mean, the thing the thing. You know, bucks wildly, whatever. Once it's once it fires that one round, it, it, it's not capable of being fired again. But that one round is like holy cow! Like I mean, with with gas gas loads, I won't tell you the exact recipe. I know it. it. It involves blue dot powder, and a one and one eighth ounce lead slug that he casts himself. And it looks like a giant shotgun pellet, or like, or like, a, like a pellet gun. Yeah, like it's this huge thing, and. We chronographed it at 1,350 feet per second coming out of that barrel. So, like, almost 600 grains. And I can tell you, he uses this blue dot load that I think is, like, <laughs> there's there's hot and then there's this. And I really, you know what my biggest regret is? 
is demolition. <laughs> Shooting it as many times as you did. Yeah. Well, you know, people don't know, but I like I I, I damaged my hand uh, doing that shot for shot video. I mean, we we did that thing, and you know, it was never meant to go that far. <laughs> we we started shooting through the flat uh, of ammunition that Brent had generated for us, and they were all gas gas loads. And Tango Mike and I uh, went at Tango Mike seventy two. I tell you that guy, he's something else. He 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 totally rose to the the occasion and met my challenge. And we kept going, and we burned through that whole flat. Yeah, it was toe to toe. You know one that was one. it was it was only supposed to be a, a you know a little five minute video, and it turned into this twenty minute you know monstrosity where we just beat the living shit out of our hands. And for, I think you've, you're starting to get the feeling back now. I'm just <laughs> two years, two and a half years later. I'm, I've got that feeling totally back in my hand. And when, now when I fire a 22 pistol, it doesn't hurt. <laughs> that was dumb. I, I, I'm glad Tango Mike is younger than I am and is able to manage it better. You know, I asked him how he felt a couple of weeks later. And he said, like, I still feel it. But, <laughs> but he seemed to recover a lot faster than I did. Yeah, I mean, I just I remember watching that video, and it's kind of like I could just see the angst on both oh. your, on both your faces. Oh, dude! Uh, like I got I got to tell you for uh, for all our American listeners who seemed uh, to be very fascinated with the shotgun pistol, uh, I could tell you that uh, I really feel badly for Demolition Ranch Matt. He came up to Canada and he got a chance to shoot this thing, all right, um, with with some of the people from uh, Lance and, mm-hmm. and the Silverdale Gun Club, and he came up and and I saw what they were putting in it, and they were they were using the uh, Challenger, clear uh, shells, so the slugs. What the, target loads? Well, yeah, and, and so using target loads. Well, they were slugs, right? Okay, and of course, right. and, and 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 for all I know, they they offered him something hotter, and he declined. I don't know what had happened there, but I know for a fact he never fired the gas gas loads because if he had, you would have seen that shit on camera. And and I remember the day they were filming that, I, I heard that they were doing it, and and I knew he would shoot the shotgun pistol, and I was like, damn, I wish I could get, I wish I could get those loads out there uh, to him in time, but um, you know, he had come up and he had fired that thing, but he only got the, the feel, I, I think personally, like half power. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, yeah, if they weren't home loads, then, then I'm sure those were much more manageable than uh, you, you know, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to remember. You tried that thing, right? No, but, I haven't. You haven't? No. Oh, I, don't know if I wanted to. No, no, that's it's a not, little. No, a little. one or two is okay. I like. I, I, I've usually I see people do one and they go that I'm good. Right <laughs> after that, but 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 like I I thought Brent and I like were madmen. I'll never forget it. I was I it was a summer night. Okay, or it was it, well, we've been shooting all day long, and at the end of the day of shooting, Gas Gas Brent breaks out the shotgun pistol, and he's got a small flat of his Gas Gas loads. When and you're tired, and you want to, yeah. oh yeah, so we're at the end of a long day of you know having fun and hanging out with friends and socializing and shooting guns and all the things that make you know our farm community so great. And what ended up happening was he, as the sun was going down, he breaks out these Gas Gas loads that I know he's made with Blue Dot, and it's it's really flashy um you know and so so we're out there and the sun's going down and there are people that are watching us we're going shot for shot on a uh, action um distance gong and we're ringing this thing and you can see you can see the flash from the parking lot 
And people were people were going nuts. That's they were like, awesome. "We yeah, we did five a piece, and uh, that was enough for me." And even Brent at that moment said, "Yeah, I've had enough." <laughs> and uh, that like that thing, most people will stop at one. Uh, you'll get the occasional person that will say, "I'll try that again," and then they realize uh, what they've gotten themselves into on shot two. And I've never seen people take you know the chance to do three and four. That was just Brent and I. And then Tango Mike and I just went wild with twenty five a piece. Yeah, I don't know. That was dumb. Well. Have to see. That was see that, what, what if, if it ever makes an appearance again and I'm there, we'll see what mood I'm in. Okay. Well, you know what? He told me he uh, he's made up another flat. I gave him I gave him a container. Oh, not, no, 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 no. I I'm gave him a container of blue. No, 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 no. You got to build no. your way up to it. You'll love it. I, there's no way I'm starting out with Brent's loads. What? Not a no, well, no, 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 no. You start you start with regular stuff. Start with like you know some challenger target load yeah, out of it. Right, and that will end it there. We'll, that'll be. Oh, that'll be, you're, well, you're, we'll see. You're soft. Depends. You're soft. <laughs> Depends on my mood. You accuse me we'll of being soft. There. Come on. <laughs> All right. So, uh, you know, let's 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 talk about some of the other things that are going on. I mean, we've talked about the shotgun pistol enough. Quite honestly, I love that thing. I can't wait to see it out again. Uh, I'm really looking forward to them reopening the ranges. Oh. You know, like, what do you look forward to? Like, I mean, they should, they should be an essential service. When life returns to normal, what do you look forward to most? Where do I? Uh, gosh, how do I narrow it down? Not having to worry, just being able to go where I want to go and when I want to go. Yeah, well... So, I mean, we, we can't be doing that right now, you know what I mean? But I don't want to have to worry about, like, wiping down the... the, the 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 buggy at groceries before yeah just yeah you know, it's just stuff that it's funny because all the stuff that, that we have to be aware of now that you'd never thought about before yeah that we just kind of go ahead and 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 and, and um, take for like take for granted or just don't even think about um, I I hope we get, I want to see my class. I miss my class. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah, I miss my kids. Of course. Well, you know, like you're doing, you're doing the uh, the online thing now. <laughs> you know, right? like, something like that. Yeah. It's that's just that's an absolute mess. Really? Yeah. It, it's it's there's so the 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 interesting thing is is when when everybody else like the John Q public found out what yeah. was happening. That's the same time we found out. Oh, really? We were given nothing ahead of time. We still haven't been given. Um, is anybody thinking ahead over there? <laughs> I, I, it, we we still haven't been given many parameters other than don't don't do live video that kind of thing because of privacy issues. Yeah. You get yourself in hot water. But it's essentially um, it, I don't even know if you would call it teaching because to me, unless you're there in the classroom, that's not teaching, right? Like online learning and and, and distance ed is not akin to people who are nine and ten years old that's for university people right mm. so we'll be providing work we'll be giving feedback yeah don't know how much assessment we're going on because ethically how can you assign a grade to something mm. when you don't know how much the kid did and let's be honest parents are going to help their kids that's what parents do right but you can't how do you gauge the the level of understanding for that child when you're not there, mm. you know, and then the best part is they want us to apparently write report cards at the end of the year based on all this. So, and we have no information about that, like zero. We have been given no information with respect to from the administrative ed, what that's going to look like, what it'll entail, what we will use to concoct those like that's going to be a, a, that's going to be fictional writing. I think at that point, right? Like, you know, it's, it's flying. It's, you're flying completely blind. We're building the plane as we fly the plane. <laughs> so, 
So <laughs> that good, huh? That that's essentially that's what it is. Cause wow. And think about kids in kindergarten. Kids oh. in kindergarten. So so the teacher and the early childhood educator in, in any given classroom in, in Ontario, yeah, they they do report cards. It's not like another report card where you get marks and all and, and grades and everything. They theirs is all different different um, areas, but it's all based on observation. So they have to they make they make anecdotal notes, they'll, they'll comments. How do you do that when you're at home? Like that's what that's what the kindergarten program is in Ontario. It's based on observations. How are you observing? What do you, like? Where's the observation coming in? You know. So it's just it, it it's an absolute mess. It is what it is, and just kind of do what you can do and, and and go from there. I think the majority of parents get it too. Um, you know, because most of them or a good chunk of them are working from home now. They got siblings, so if there's more than one kid in the house, then. Each kid needs access to the technology. The parents need access to the technology. Uh, schedules are all over the place right now. So it's, it's kind of like, here we go. Um, <laughs> you know? You but, know. And, but see, and, and, and the big kick in the ass about this whole thing is, I guess, may, a month ago, maybe three weeks, the Minister of Education came out and said all, child, all students in the province... Will yeah. not lose a year. We'll move on to the next year. So, what's the first question that comes to mind? If they're moving on anyway, yeah, why are we writing report cards? We can still provide work, provide feedback, so that kid gets something out of it, somewhat. But if they're if you've already come out and made a public statement that they're moving from grade six to grade seven, from grade nine to grade ten, or kindergarten to grade one, then then I, I don't understand. I don't understand the rationale behind it personally. I really don't. Well, maybe they maybe they don't want a gap, you know, and <laughs> maybe maybe that maybe that gap in grades will uh, result in a glitch in the matrix. Well, Who knows? No, no, no. <laughs> no, I'm not saying I'm not saying we should be getting home. We should be sitting home getting paid to do nothing. That's not what I'm applying. Nor is that. That's what Dave. All. That's what Dave says you do. Oh, Dave. <laughs> Dave who gets up at 1, a, 1, 1 p.m., right? <laughs> but no, I'm not implying, nor would I feel ethically right about sitting home collecting a paycheck uh, for not and not providing work and, fee, and and feedback so my students get better when there's other people out there that have been laid off. Yeah. Like, I'm not good with that personally, right? So it's not, it's not that we should be getting home and sitting home and getting paid for doing nothing. I'm not saying we should be doing nothing. I'm saying is... is Still doing what we've been asked to do, but in, in, specifically with respect to the report card, I don't, I don't get what report cards are necessary for. Because if the kids are going on anyway, we can still provide feedback from now to the through the rest of the year that they're going to get something out. They won't get as much out of it, anywhere near as much out of it as, as they would be sitting in front of me in my class. But they'll get something. Yeah. Well, you know, you know what they get out of it. They get to forever be known as you know people that were alive and remember the corona. Right, like I mean that that going to be known as the COVID cohort. The COVID, yeah, the COVID cohort. Oh God, no! You like think about it for a second. Like I mean, in history, it's going to go down in history. This is like we're seeing unprecedented things here in well, in history. The last time was the Spanish flu, right? Nineteen eighteen. So I know, but like hundred years to to actually risk the possibility of a civil lockdown. You know, in in a democracy, like I mean, I I don't imagine um, they expected this, or at least I want to believe that you know no one expected this. But you know, to to hesitate 
when the epicenter was China and we were still allowing flights to come in and yeah. we're quarantining people. That's the part I don't, I don't get is, is that they're still allowing flights from China to come into this country. They're not anything beyond a couple questions and a pamphlet and off you go screening them. Well, it begs the question, do they want to see it get worse? And I'm sure there's somebody right now standing on a high chair saying, see, I told you. Yeah. And, you know, the, the, you know, the truth is, is that whether you like it or not, this government is making some poor decisions. Um, Patty Haydu praising China, saying we shouldn't be like, are you kidding me? Oh, their heads are so far are up China's ass. Me? It's not even funny. I mean, I, I'm embarrassed, you know, uh, when people ask me, you know, if, if I'm Canadian, it's like, well, yeah, just please, you know, don't just know that Justin Trudeau doesn't represent most of us. I mean, I, I can't tell you how many times I've apologized to, you know, people in the United States for our leadership. But I mean, on this one, like it's a no-brainer. Like I mean, if you've got if you've got a potential killer virus that's floating around and it's just started, why wouldn't you lock down the flights? Why wouldn't you lock down the country? Yeah, yeah. Like the, well, the no, no, just just you know the the flights, like just the flights alone. So, imagine imagine the trouble and the money we could have saved if we just locked down the flights. So so he's locked. Trudeau's locked the border to even our, our American brothers and sisters. You can't come in. But hey, people from a country of 1.5 billion where we know that they've, there's a good chance, well, we, we don't know, there's a good chance that they'd lie to us about the numbers. Let's let planes land from that country continually. Well, I, I, I don't get it. it. It really does beg the question, like, has he lost his marbles? Is he possibly that stupid, or is he up to something? Well, he has come out and, and said he admires the Chinese dictatorship, right? So, Well, and, and when you look at the uh, gradual yeah. erosion of freedoms and liberties, like, you know, like, you know, standing in line at the supermarket now, it, it, it kind of feels like a soup line to me. You know, like you got to stand at a certain point that they tell you to. Yeah. And, you know, I, like I, I get the idea that you need to maintain distance. Like I think I think most people do. And, and our best tool in this fight is definitely going to be, you know, education and awareness. Yeah. At least at this point, I mean, we could have we could have shut down our borders earlier, and locked down everything, and let this thing you know run its uh, run its cycle in a very you know isolated way before the numbers got out. But I mean, nothing seemed to be done. That I mean, I know we went from there's very little likelihood that any Canadians are going to get it to thirty to seventy percent are going to get it. Well, let's go on the high end because you guys always seem to misjudge yeah, but the this numbers. This come from somebody who doesn't even have a medical degree. So, like, good God, like look at the people that they've selected. To be in these positions. We talked about it last time. I was uh, you shake. You got to shake. You can't do anything but shake your head. I don't know. I don't. I really don't know how anybody can get behind the Justin Trudeau liberal government at this point. Like, I mean, uh, I know the media does a fantastic job of masking what they what they've done wrong. I mean, we still want to talk about Trump and you know the things that he does wrong. I mean, it, it's it's ridiculous. The the mainstream media seems to pass on every opportunity, or they give it about a, a half second airtime when uh, something that. You know, maybe uh, paints the Liberal Party into a, a sad light. Like it gets, it gets about a half second, and then they move on, and then they focus on you know Trump's withholding you know <laughs> supplies to Canada. That was, that was kind of a douchey move. You know what? Hey, uh, you know it after, uh, but hold on, after like after that, Canada, uh, Canada's engaged in some douchey moves in the past. I mean, you know what? There was okay, a little so trash talking going on. I mean, okay, I, trash talking is trash talking when it's your biggest trading partner though, and it's kind of. Um, uh, something that's 
hasn't been. I mean, this is this is something. It's not a, a kind of significant. I, you know what? I right? would I, I would be inclined to agree. Um, you know what? I, I would say this: if I was in Donald Trump's shoes and it was an American company, and I'm putting American interests first, and that's and that's the platform I was elected on. Um, if yeah, it's but an, come on. All right. Well, hold on, hold on. In, in to 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 Donald Trump's defense, I can tell you that uh, people are working very hard to make him look bad at every possible oh, they turn. Are. And but that was still a shitty move. And, and you know what? And 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 I will say this: it's a shitty move, but. You know what? Ultimately, um, when it boils right down to it, they got to take care of their country first. It's their factory, uh, and at the same time, Canada has uh, done some things that would uh, potentially damage relations with their closest, you know, trade partner in the U.S. Uh, historically. But this is not a time for for politics. I agree. Though, right? I this agree. Is not a time for politics. Ah, uh, you know what? If he, if he, but that's that's akin to the Democrats trying to roll in uh, abortion legislation. <laughs> right, went to so they can get the 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 funding passed to oh yeah send send money home oh it's just like or here money to everybody just just, just like here right uh, Justin Trudeau tries to get Bill Morneau of all people unlimited spending uh, you know oh, yeah. a, bl- a blank check until when 2021 are you kidding me there won't be a penny left in this country I well, think he's the only guy that actually might be qualified for the position that he holds. Do you, tr- do you trust that guy? I, that's, is that what I said? No, of course not. But I'm asking you that question. That's, I didn't I'm say not putting trust. words in your mouth. I said, I Why said, are you arguing? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you arguing? Because you said something totally opposite to what no, I just said. No, no, no. Okay, you, okay. I'm talking about like that, that panel that he has up there, the graphic artist. Like at least he, he, I think he's got a law degree and I think some business background. So at least at least he's qualified. Not that I. <laughs> he's got whatever. he's got he's got a shitty memory. He can't remember that he's got interests, right? Oh, he he's fails got a great to memory. He's got right? good lawyers too. He's got great. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's got. Yeah, you know, as far as I'm concerned, he's got a shit memory because people have almost forgotten about that. But you know, Bill Morneau failed to disclose uh, some assets, and at the same time was participating in decision-making processes that involved, uh, you know, decisions that would have a direct impact on companies where wherein he had some interest. And and so, like, I mean, th- that's that's the signature, you know, hallmark of this government is conflict of interest, right? Like, I mean, the conflict of interest ethics commissioner has, like, you know, a more traffic coming through it. Yeah. And yet we've still got a Justin a Trudeau liberal government. Uh, how is that possible? Well, you know, I, I have my theories, but, I mean, ultimately, uh, they've completely dropped the ball on the coronavirus. Uh, you know, the, the way the way this could have been handled is completely different. I'm, I'm completely embarrassed by my government and their weak-ass approach to this whole thing. Uh, you know, for all the people out there that are wearing tinfoil hats or would be characterized as conspiracy theorists are, are probably losing their minds right now because, like, I mean, every every move it seems is engineered to see it get worse like are they really that dumb so let me ask you a question do what? you think do you think trump went at the uh coronavirus harder with a more sorry more aggressively you know you know what i think do you think he took you, you know he took a more you know what i i one of the one of the things that i remember from the very beginning was he was criticized immediately for having too uh too extreme a response and then of course you know in a very short period of time uh, he's criticized for not doing enough. Of course. Right? So, 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 like, we can't win. That's, that's, that, you know what? I tell you, half the reason I like Trump is I can see that the people that are working diligently to screw that guy over are all assholes. So, like, it, it automatically makes me like well, the guy a little bit. They've abandoned, they've abandoned anything other than what's in it for them and trying to make him look bad. 
Those are the only two things on the Democratic uh, uh, docket right now. Oh, no, no. Let, and let's, win, make, and, and let's win. make Trump look bad, and let's get our legislation passed, even though that there's a, a global pandemic. I haven't, you know, American people, you should be for Listen, the last Democrat that I think I liked was JFK, and I wasn't even born yet. Mm. You know, like, he, he go, to, go to church, believed in, in, in the Second Amendment, liked guns, Right. And was against against abortion. And look at the Democratic Party now com compared to the Democratic Party when he was the president. Not even it doesn't even look anywhere. There's are there, are there any commonalities? Well, I don't and, know. And, and, and how about how about the Liberal Party? Is it is yeah. it even is it even the Liberal Party anymore? Yeah. I would argue that the Conservative Party is the Liberal Party now. Well, and I've and heard that before. Right. And and, you know, I, I have a real problem with the idea of someone installing potentially communism. In Canada, and and that's what it certainly looks like when you look at the erosion of um, you Free, know, uh, free freedoms uh, yeah. and liberties. Yeah. When you look when you look at the the uh, interest level in maintaining control of the media, you know uh, the suggestion that there would be licensing for media groups, and the idea that it's okay to have six hundred million dollars set aside for media bailout money that um, would arguably be the biggest payoff in history for the mainstream media to write nice articles well, about the, Justin Trudeau. The interesting part is there's been a number of um, cases in history up until this point where um, the, 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 the freedom was taken away. Uh, communism was installed, disarmed the population, the whole thing. And we see those things now. They might be labeled something different and, and, and called something different. And, but essentially, what is the underlying premise? It's a removal of, of freedom of rights. And, and people are like, oh, no, no, it's not communism. Why? Because it's not called communism outright? Like, let's put a little bit of thought into it. If they're going to call it communism... They're going to get some backlash if they disguise it as something nouveau, right? For all the hipsters out there, oh, this is great, and no, 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 right? Then they're more apt to, to get people to agree with them, uh, be on their side, support their mandate, and vote for them. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I'm really fascinated. Stick on a pig, man. I'm, I'm, but I'm really fascinated with this generation's um, the way they've romanticized socialism. And, you know, that, that it's even okay. I remember a time when you and I were growing up, the mere mention of communism, you know, you, you sneered at it. Like, people were very uh, disenchanted with, you know, communism. Well, 1980, we were still at the, we were just at the tail end of the Cold War. Then. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I mean, you know, the Russians weren't too popular. I don't know if that's changed much now in some respects. But, you know, like, the... The idea that a whole generation would think that any kind of uh, communism or form thereof would be okay, like to control where you go. Yeah, I don't get that. Who you talk to. I, like, I, you I know, really... uh, if you can't have an opinion. And I mean, that's something that I'm not too uh, unfamiliar with. I can tell you as a police officer, you're really not entitled to have an opinion. And I mean, the bottom line well, is... Not is publicly. You, not publicly, yeah. yeah. You know, so if you express publicly and uh, the media gets a hold of it, you know, you have a personal opinion about something that differs from, you know, the organizational goals, then I can tell you, you you'll be punished severely. Yeah. And, and so you, you, you don't really have an opinion as a police officer. Well, I can tell you that's that's a freedom that people should really cherish. Mm -hmm. uh, if you haven't uh, ever been told what to think, 
You know, like, I mean, like, you can, yeah, you know, let's say you disagree with something, like something terribly wrong, like the government seizing houses, you know, cars, you know, if, if the government suddenly decided that cars were bad for the environment and nobody could own one anymore, or, they, you know what, you could own them, but guess what, you can't drive them on the road. <laughs> you can, you that can. sounds familiar. Does that sound familiar? You can own them, but you can't drive them on the road, and did we mention, right? You know how you started in the driveway? Yeah, you can't have can't gas anymore. Yeah. No more gas. I'm sorry. Gas gas is really the root of it all. So guess what? We're we're going to let you keep the car. It's okay. Don't worry. You get to keep it. Right? It's a great you can look at it. <laughs> you can look at it. You can sit in it. You can you can pretend. We used to let you uh start it, but now you know drive it up and down slow in the driveway, only on Tuesdays, never on Wednesdays. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So so you you know, but yeah, now now you're not allowed to even start it. You're you're allowed to just own it. And I mean, what a shame. <laughs> yeah. You know, like and if you think that that's not cool. Right, that the government could suddenly take away your ability to drive your car, um, you know, and, and you really don't have any uh, outlet. So, like, there's really nobody you can complain to. And if you do complain, by the way, um, if the wrong people find out about it in government, you may have some of your other privileges removed. Yeah. So, just, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of socialism. I mean, I, I you know, I, I, I guess. To an extent, we we, we have the the social service system, so everybody has health care. Oh, sure, that kind of thing. But but the socialism that that the young ones are 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 um, kind of promoting now, I just I just I don't get it. Like I'm not cool with every everybody being equal and I had to work my balls off. And it just to, to me, it just seems like it's going to be a breeding ground for dog fuckery. Yeah. Because they know they're going to get theirs without having to do anything for it. Yeah. You know, and I mean, under the guise of public safety, you know, that that's really been um, something of, again, a signature move by the liberal government when it comes to, you know, gun laws. I mean, it's really not about public safety. Anybody that, you know, doesn't realize that by now well, is. Ad nauseum, we've had podcasts. We've talked about, about podcasts about that. The stats don't promote it. Yeah. So so it, it's, it's, it's not really just, just like, I don't believe the carbon tax is really about the environment. It's well, about, about <laughs> right? Like, I mean, like, you know, everything that this government does, it seems, uh, Let's you know. Let's up it, it another 50% and it'll make it go away oh, faster. Can you believe that in the middle of this COVID nightmare, you know, while we're all, Let's you know, very, wor we're worried to touch anything and get close to anybody. Um, it, right in the middle of that, they jack up, you know, the carbon tax. And... And give themselves a raise. Well, you know, they would argue that that was a decision that was made like 15 years ago. It, you know, it doesn't matter if it was put made a 15 stop years to ago. it. Take that raise and put it into the COVID 19 yeah. effort. Yeah. You know what? I would call on every every member of parliament to say, you know what, we're going to forego our raises. I understand that the conservative members of government have, um, some of them have, I believe Andrew Shearer, donated his raise to some effort. So he did, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure. I watched a video clip. You know, like people are always sending me things, and I, and I, by the way, I got to thank everybody uh, who participates <laughs> in the process. Getting me the news is really important. I can't look at everything all at once. And uh, for all the people that send things in, I know Coach Nick, you've, you've a thousand times have sent me some really great stuff. Uh, you know, I haven't always given you credit for that, and I apologize. All good. Right? But uh, I, I can tell you right now that uh, you know, for the people that send in the articles, the bills and the in the videos, mail, so you can say that now. 
these checks in the mail. Yeah, you know, thank you so much for helping out. Uh, you're a big part of why we are able to continue. Uh, I love doing this, and uh, I love doing it with you guys. It's uh, been a journey. Uh, I've had certainly uh, our fair share of ups and downs uh, at the Canadian Gun Vault. And, uh, you know, the, the latest, like, I mean, they've, they've up and made the decision that uh, we're only going to get to 72,000 on uh, Instagram. Uh, I can tell you right it's now. It's been like that for a while. Oh, it's, it. it's so ridiculous. Anybody out there that would say, oh, you're being, you're being silly, they're not restricting, uh, you know, the flow of information on the Internet or on Instagram. I can tell you right now, uh, a lot of people I know have complained that they've been losing followers randomly. I, I know I've had close friends of mine kicked off the page, and they're like, why would you unfollow me? And I'm like, I did not. And so if you've been deleted uh, by, by our account, I apologize. Uh, I can tell you right now, I don't delete anybody unless they got it coming. Uh, there's really uh, very few instances. I think I've kicked 20, 21 people off in 71,400 or whatever it is now on Instagram. I've, I've kicked very few people off the account. Um, but the ones it, that have are just kind of like... Yeah, well, they had it coming. You you know what you get you get the occasional nut job. Uh, things go a little too far, and finally I say I can't I can't talk you off the ledge. I apologize. I've done my absolute best. Yeah. Uh, you know, but for for, yeah. for the most for the most part, we've we've really uh, created a very respectful um, you know and wonderful community at the Canadian Gun yeah. Vault on Instagram and on Facebook. Uh, you know, you guys have been fantastic. Our, our YouTube channel has jumped up considerably. I think we're up to like forty one thousand and change nice. now. Yeah, you know what, Pete, you guys really like those battlefield vegas videos i love i love doing them but uh you know What's now to like especially if you've been there you know oh, about, that right? place that place you know that's that's my heaven if i had to spend any place like if i could be anywhere indoors locked up for corona season that would be it mm-hmm. Did you, if you left me in that place for a while man the trouble i could get into yeah yeah you know they would come their their ammo supply would be uh awfully depleted i don't know they got a lot of stores <laughs> I, I tell you, one of these days, I got to shake the hands uh, of the owners of that place. Um, I've dealt with some really wonderful people there. The staff that are there are incredible, and uh, it's always a fantastic experience. I mean, you've been there. You, you've you've had you've had your experience with Battlefield Vegas. You found what the professional people there to be yeah. uh, cool, good dudes. Yeah, you got solid dudes. You get the ride. You get the ride in the Humvee too. We got that. We had, we took the Humvee back to the hotel afterwards. Yeah. 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 And great guy. Good conversation. They're not there. The to, to talk to you because they have to talk to you getting paid it's a legit it's a, it's a sincere conversation yeah really it's really it's really great to see service members uh, you know being employed following what if those guys know. are getting called up? You know what? Hey, uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be one bit surprised. I, there's there's a lot of movement uh, in the militaries, you know, and all this. There was definitely a, a moment where I, I even I like kind of perked up a little bit. I said, Ooh, "What what happened?" Apparently, um, uh, Trump had indicated that he was going to send troops to the border. <laughs> and Justin Trudeau's response was, that would be a bad idea. <laughs> What's he going to do? Though? Oh, God. You know what? Hey, we're mobilizing our troops. <laughs> you know, they. You know, our guys do what they can with what they got. I got nothing but faith in our troops. But, like, I mean, when Justin Trudeau is your leader, I, I got to tell you, I, uh, I would be a little bit nervous no if he's kidding. the one making the decisions. No kidding. Right? If he's fond of dictatorship, that means that you know people can just be cannon fodder. He's okay with that. Uh, he really does have that kind of spoiled brat leader sort of image. Uh, Doesn't get now. what it's like 
on the other side of the tracks at all. Oh, at all. Spoon in his mouth, kind of yep. asshole. Yep. Uh, you know what? I got. You know I, what? Like what? I mean, you I, know I don't like to swear, but you know, though, when it comes to him, I sometimes I, I got to tell you, I've known people like that growing up, and it's it's not their fault that they're born into it, but it is their fault for not trying to um, get more of the big picture, though. Yeah. Like look outside, look outside your bubble. You know what I mean. Oh. I do fault them for that. Oh, if you ask, if you ask him, he's he's attempting to save the world. Oh, fuck. Right? They're putting in bids on UN seats. They don't care. He really wants that UN council seat, eh? He, yeah. How you does, know what? How does China have a permanent seat on the UN council uh, with, the, all their, with all the human rights violations? How is that ingrained in the constitution of the UN council? You see, whatever, uh, whatever the 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 document is blows that kind of sets it out blows my, blows my blows my mind i'm actually you know what at this point seeing who they've appointed to those positions on the u.n council you know like north korea right venezuela like right? leaders uh there's leaders that sit on those councils that rule countries where they kill people for being gay yeah yeah, like I mean, like like to be to be. But you're on the UN security. Not maybe it's not the Security Council, but you're you're on a council at the UN. Like yeah. I, I don't understand that. Yeah, all. you know. Well, that you know what? Hey, Justin Trudeau really wants a seat on that council so badly. He'll be in good company, right? Like keep all keep all the assholes in one spot. Like honestly, I, I you know what? At this point, let him have it. Right, get him out of our hair. No. Oh no! I, like no, I, I, no you don't. I, well, no. you know, I, I say that with a heavy heart. I, I want that guy out of office so bad. I really do hope that Canada wakes up during the next election and uh, expresses clearly with their vote and votes him out of power. Like I, like I, I desperately want to see that happen. I want to see him lose. And well. Yeah, but he'll he'll still go out, smiling, saying it was great. I, I loved serving the Canadian people. Like you know what I mean? Like it's, he's not gonna get it. Well, he doesn't need to get. It. Then he'll go on and get. He's some, used to being thrown out of places, he'll, though. <laughs> he'll get he'll get some cushy appointment somewhere, and I'd love whatever. to. You know what? I'd love to know why he left that teaching position. That and I don't. Know a lot of controversy. Lots of controversy around that. Well, well, well for for what airtime it got. Yeah. And, again, and then it went away real quick. So it kind of, you know, makes you scratch your head a little bit there. Well, you know, like to, to hear that there may have been an indiscretion involving a student, uh, you know, or the possibility thereof. And, you know, and to have the media completely ignore it for all intents and purposes. You know, like, I mean, like, go back to the groping incident. I mean, like, hey, if that had been Stephen Harper, they would have burned him on a cross. Well, what, right. what, um, who was who was the fellow that was in the running for the um, PC leadership in Ontario who got booted because some, somebody came out, a girl came out and said something, turned out to be not true, and he's the mayor of Branton now. Brown? Oh. Yeah. The, you know that was what, what happened with that. Uh, you know what I, 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 he 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 set the challenge like I'm ready to fight it in court. Nothing came of it. No, no. I uh, and that was a very nicely timed too when all that hit. You know the mainstream media. It it it's it's fascinating how the media like honestly if I was a journalist writing the way that they do, um, you know in that completely biased fashion and or you know in in my mind they're part of a much larger problem. But if I was a journalist and I was like that, I, honestly I don't know how I could wake up and look at myself in the mirror. I re I really don't. Like I mean I, thank God for you know. Well, if you're writing a biased article, then it's not. Is it is it even? Can it even be considered journalism? 
if it's biased. I'm not saying whether it's whether it's right, whether it's factual or not. If it's factual, then it's factual, regardless about how you feel about it, whether you agree or disagree with it. That's to me, that's journalism. Oh no, I, I agree with you completely. But they're, they're opinion pieces now. All all the mainstream yeah. media, yeah. you know, like I mean, I, you don't need to look far uh, to see, you know, the the bias, you know, like in the Star. Uh, you know the National Post, the global, the Global News, or the Global Mail. Like I mean, Global News. It, like the, the CBC. Like oh my God. Like I mean, if you're if you're watching any of these mainstream media groups, um, I'm sorry. What you're hearing is like not legit. It's really it's really frightening. Um, you know, see, especially in the United States. Love love when ABC pulls the stunts that they did. I love that that. Remember that. Um, that uh, slaughter in Syria that was actually footage from on the roof. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What about the one last week? What, what was what was, was last it week? ABC or NBC? They, oh, they, the from the Italian hospital. Oh yeah, the, they, the, they did the split screen at the top. Here's the Italian hospital, and they circled two or three uh, landmarks within within the opera within the hospital room, yeah. and then they put ABC's footage of of some kind of a, a hospital in the states. I think it was supposed to be New York, ex- New York, and it's the exact same thing. Yeah, you know, I, like, uh, the me- when the media gets caught with these errors, I wonder how many errors we don't catch. You know, like I mean, yeah. they, but they get caught in these errors time and again, and you know, there is some question whether or not it's intentional. And whether or not, well, you know, like, I mean, again, we've got a fondness for, you know, communist regimes and dictatorships. You know, one of the key moves is to control the media and, of course, disarm people. Uh, these are the things that, you know, communist regimes do. And, and historically, and this is, brings us back to, you know, why I'm so fascinated with the kids that, you know, romanticize communism, is that, you know, historically, it's always ended very tragically with people uh, being killed. And I think that that's something that, you know, they forget to teach. Our, our young generation is, is that this thing that they keep professing will make everybody equal has typically ended um, in in everything all the way up to mass genocide. But more often than not, it, it, you know, everybody being equal means everybody is equally poor. Yeah. You know, and yeah. yeah. And so, you know, we're really getting a kind of a, a trial <laughs> of communism now being told we can't leave our houses, you know, uh, without some lo- degree of scrutiny. I mean, certainly, you know, certain areas in the United States are on lockdown. We could have made this problem so much better if we had just kind of done what we should have from the very beginning. But now, you know, we're looking at potential lockdowns. They're issuing like $850 fines for but being the, out in public in public places you shouldn't people be. people are being stupid, though. Like, if you look on... I'm going through my Instagram feed, and they're posting pictures of people having street parties in Toronto still. Oh, yeah. You should all receive $800 fines. You're being idiots. And you know what? I, I think I think if you're being an idiot like that, and I always go back to the, you know, the spring breakers doing, uh, you know... Uh, <laughs> Shots off, you know, girls' backs out there. Like, I mean, like just luge. Yeah, the luge. Luge, but luge right. between her boobs. You know, yeah, boob, like boob luge. Boob luge. I, you know what? I, I, still, I, still, still looking for volunteers. Well, you're funny. <laughs> I'm, I'm, but Anybody. I'm, I, I can't, I can't believe that some people are just completely ignoring it. But I mean, there will be, uh, there will be people that will be complete asses, and they're going to do things that they shouldn't, and uh, that and will you deserve everything that you get. I agree, but does that mean that the rest of us should be collectively punished? Because those people can't control themselves. Like, I mean, I, I hate the idea of uh, being told I can't go outside my property. 
And that would be the direction we're heading in. Because, I mean, ultimately, if those people can't control themselves, like, I get okay, I get ticketing them because they're idiots. There's a difference between you heading out to Shoppers Drug Mart yes. to get what you need to get versus people dancing on the top of cars on a street in, in Toronto or Brampton or Mississauga, wherever it was. There's a big difference. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Or, or me taking my mom to, the, to a medical appointment. There's a big difference. Like, if I'm driving with my mom and I get stopped, I'm not having a street party. You go down the street and there's people everywhere, then, yeah. Yeah. Like, d- no, no. I, discretion, I, right? Dude, I, to- I totally get it. I just, I'm not sure I like the direction this is taking us in. And What's the alternative then? Well, you know what? I get it's a challenging situation, but I mean, no, it is. It, it, it's well, I, you know what? I'd, I'd like to think that most police officers will exercise discretion, and uh, you know that power will be uh, afforded to them. Uh, you know, in in these very difficult times. You but what makes me nervous about this? It just occurred to me. What is is it, you have that there's there's going to be a process put in place. I don't. I haven't seen anything, read anything, or. Nothing with respect to COVID has, has given me the idea that this is going to happen. The only thing that r- rang true to was was history. It's, it's do you have your papers? Yeah, doc- right. Documents. So, so do you have documents? Documents that that you're allowed to travel, right? That's that's kind of what came to mind when you were talking there. Is like, do you have your papers? Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think that young people fail to see what communism ultimately becomes. It's it's government control, and, and really strangely that this this generation seems so interested in in freedom, and yet they seem so willing to hand over control to a government that they believe they can trust. Which uh, you know, time and again, has proven that it, it can't be. It's because. Oh, it, they they have they don't know that they can't trust the government. I think that's what it is. And yeah, they're they raised cheat. in a home or whatever it is to socialize to think that it's the government. I don't need to worry about the government. Yeah. Listen, the government needs to take p- protect this country. And all things being equal, no COVID nineteen. I don't need the co- and we've talked about this before. I don't need the government to tell me what to do. I'm a law abiding adult, right? Ninety nine point nine percent of the population knows right from wrong. I don't need a nanny state. I don't need to be told what to do, when to do it, how to do it. I'm good. Yeah. I hey, buddy. I uh, your I was, shoes are gonna melt if you they up there. Yeah, you know what? I'm telling you right uh, now, they're, they're, gonna, they're, gonna, they're gonna they're gonna melt. I want to warm my feet, so I'm going to pull them out of my shoes now. I got, you know, I got to tell you right now. I work for an organization. Uh, you know, we were a branch of the government. Uh, you know, as a police officer, and I can tell you right now. Uh, you know, I, I don't trust the government. Only government I trust is 4570. Yeah. Right. That's it. That's it. I'll tell you right now. I uh, I, I can tell you that that <laughs> they're not always going to be making decisions that are good for you, folks. Uh, you know, the COVID response is proof of that. I think that uh, it's a real shame we've uh, had to get a demonstration of how incompetent, you know, once again, by this government. I don't know how many more examples that uh, Justin Trudeau and his government are going to provide for us before he's run out of office. I don't think it would have made a difference if the Democrats were in power right now or if the NDP was in power right now up here. There there were still there were still. Everybody else is still going to be seizing the opportunity to say, you should have done this, you should have done that in hindsight. Oh, sure. Right? I, you so, know what? I get it. But you know what, though? I, I think I think that, that we're here where we are right now. Um, you know, and, and I mean, I, I see, you know, Doug Ford. He looks a little shook when he gives his uh, interview the other day. 
I think he's just worried about somebody asking him a hard question to, that he can't explain or asking him what does flatten the curve mean. <laughs> you, know, you, know you you know you got you got a hate on for Dougie. I know right deep down because you're a teacher and, and so well, listen. Right? No so no, you're, you're you know you're biased. You're I'm biased. biased because I'm in the system and it, and the system is being governed by people who have no. Um, or being guided by people who don't have any experience in the system at all. Oh, geez, you know what? You mean people that don't know what they're talking about are in charge just, of making the rules, like just like that it kind. Out there. Oh man, so, you know, what? trying to be as unbiased as possible. But yeah, of course, there's going to be a bit of a bias. Well, I'll I'll, I'll tell you right now, I was part of the system, and uh, you know, I really feel for the uh, men and women of law enforcement, uh, our firefighters, of course. Uh, you know, if they wake up, and uh, you know, <laughs> they wake up. <laughs> You know, our EMS, our border services personnel, everybody, you know, the corrections, uh, really feel for those guys. I mean, like, that's another one. Like, I mean, Bill Blair, Bill Blair is talking about public safety. Meanwhile, he's he's apparently lobbying to get some people released from prison. That's a great call. Eh? What, well, you know what? But, but that's the part. Look, we're going to release prisoners to stop the spread of COVID-19. So let's put more unsafe people in the community. Yeah. Unbelievable. Put people out there that have no sense, perhaps, of, you know, what they should and shouldn't be doing. With, like, oh, hey, give them a pamphlet <laughs> as they leave the jail. Here you go. Don't touch anything. Yeah. <laughs> Don't sneeze on anybody. Well, you know. Please wear a mask and not go out during the day. And everything. Yeah. You know, the old cop of me loves the idea. While we're trying to keep things in order out there on the road, you're going to release more bad guys into public? Yeah. Right? It, it, like, I mean, come on. Like, Bill Blair is not that dumb. Like, all, all the front, regardless of what, what area, I, all the frontline workers were before this mm-hmm. probably working at the maximum that they could with respect to the resources that they had. And now you throw the pandemic at it. It's like, oh, hmm. Lord. I can tell you right now, the the police are spread thin. Uh, you know, you got people that are going off on PTSD. You got people that are injured. Yeah, and that's whoever. You know, all, all the emergency services, uh, you know, across the board, you know, uh, the wind government, uh, you know, Jesus. I mean, people are banged up. Uh, we've got numbers that are ridiculously low. I, I can tell you right now that, you know, the Hamilton Police Service has been well below strength for some time now. It's well documented. People have complained over the years, and uh, the numerous articles have been written, uh, you know, talking about things like an environment of fear and unhealthy work environments and uh, ridiculously low and unsafe staffing numbers. I mean, those, those, those things are well known. And, and now you throw a pandemic at them. Yep. You know, I really feel for the guys uh, that are, when I say guys, I mean everybody, um, the guys and girls, uh, you know, in policing, because like, I mean, what choice do you have? You gotta, you gotta go to work, right? Like, I mean, without the police, things will fall apart pretty fast out here. And, you know, they're already spread kind of thin. I I can tell you that if, if COVID, you know, runs through some stations, there's going to be a a major problem. I really do believe that. Like, I mean, the police services are already spread so thin as it is, you know, if, if their numbers suddenly dwindled down to nothing uh you got major problems and then that of course brings us to the gun issue you know like well, i was going to say with the ability that we have in this country to protect ourselves well defense, well, there's no problem there you know it, it, people ask me that question all the time too you know what can i do what can i not do and it's like you know I, i'm not first of all i'm not legal counsel second of all uh nothing i say is binding and uh, you know ultimately uh take it with a grain of salt you know it's more of an opinion than anything else you know like we as canadians have the right to defend our lives like we 
you do. Uh, it's not suggested you do it with a firearm uh, because typically and historically, uh, people who have have suffered through you know uh, sometimes years of you know uh, prosecution, you know, for charges, litigation. expensive litigation, and so you know not something I recommend. I'm pro. I'm as pro gun as you're going to get. Um, you know, certainly our American listeners would be sitting there right now saying, "God damn it, it's a God-given right." You they're know, shaking, like they're shaking. They're, their sh- head. they're shaking their heads. But it's it, not Canada. It's, it's, it's not in our constitution. Yeah, Canada's Canada's not written into law the way it is down there. Uh, I could tell you that you know the Western provinces are starting to examine it. Though you look at uh, Alberta, God bless Alberta, big sky country out there. Um, you know, big shout out to Wyatt and Shea from uh, Maccabee Defense. Uh, love Alberta. Like Alberta's got kind of some real, you know, in my mind, you know, like they're ready to go all Western. Uh, the the guys out in Alberta have already indicated they're not going to uh, adhere to any law changes as it relates to taking property from good people. Um, you know, I like where, where Alberta's taking things. Um, Doug Ford indicated that he wasn't supportive uh, of any bans. Uh, that may change. Who knows? Uh, I can tell you right now that it's uh, it's interesting, though, that it, during this time, um, you know, where people are very, um, you know, concerned uh, that the surge in guns purchases, like, was fantastic. Like, I mean, people went out there with their licenses and went out there and bought guns and bought ammunition, uh, you know, so much so that, you know, some people are, you know, raising their eyebrows going, wow, like, that's a lot of guns that got bought in the last, yeah. <laughs> you know, couple of months here. And, uh, you know, of course, uh, it's, it's become abundantly clear uh, for some people that maybe weren't pro-gun the importance of uh, you know being able to have a firearm. I hope I'm wrong, but I think the majority of those people are, are would be I would consider fair weather fans. Like oh. all of a sudden now, geez, there's a problem. Oh, all of a sudden, you know, let's <laughs> jump on the bandwagon. All comes not, back to football, try, doesn't it? Try try not to try not to snap your ankle getting up on 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 the wagon there, right? I, but then, as soon as things quiet down, you know what? A lot of them are going to just turn hypocrite with a capital H. Because there's no need know. anymore. I, I don't know. I, I, I you, really know what? I, you know what? I don't know. I, I you know what? I, I want to believe that when people feel you know desperate that like they, you know hey maybe I need a gun and they go into a gun store and they say I want that one and the person behind the counter says well let's see your license you can't even touch it until you know I see your license you know. and and then they're like they're like well I don't have a license and they say I can't. Do you sell know somebody it. up here has actually tried to do that? Honestly, what to do what you just. Described. Oh yeah. Apparently, apparently, a lot of people no, you came. You personally, in. you personally. Do you know anybody? Because you said you have some liberal friends. And, and oh yeah. You've had discussions with in the past. A- a- now, are, are you aware of any of those friends of yours that that you were referencing? Have they actually literally tried to go do that since this whole f- mess started? Several. I, I've had I've had I've had several people. I like I mean, contrary to popular belief, I, I do get along with some liberals, and 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 some of them are you know you know pretty vocal about you know they don't like guns. And I could tell you right now, those people have changed their tune and have said to me like, "How do I get a gun?" Or I'm coming to your place is yeah. is my is my favorite. I, I get that a lot. Um, you know, no, you're not. <laughs> so I'll, I'll believe it. I'll believe it when I see. A firearms license with their name on it. Oh, absolutely. I've been encouraging people to download the application. Even if you can't take the safety training course, fill out the paperwork and get the process started in your have mind. Have it ready to go. Yeah, have it ready to go. Download it from the RCMP website, uh, fill it all out, and just to have it at the ready. Because I can tell you right now, uh, as soon as they open up the doors again, you know, people are going to want their gun licenses. Well, I really do feel that there's going to be a new batch of people out there wanting their gun licenses. I've got to uh, I got to renew mine in November. 
I'm uh, wondering, and it's April now. What if, <laughs> I wonder if I should start. Oh, I would. You know what? Jeez. Apparently, renewals are happening very fast. I got to hand it to the online, people at the CFO's though. office. They're, they're saying they're saying do it online. Yeah, you know, but, but uh, you know what? I, I don't want to. I don't want to go past this too fast. Sure. I, I got to tell you, um, you know, for the people at the CFO's office, uh, you know, they've been they've been running Skeleton Crew. Uh, I hear they've been you know doing some stuff remotely. Yeah, and, I think they're working remotely. Yeah, but you know what though? They they can still do those things and get those transfers done. And God bless them. You know, they're still working for us. Uh, you know, a lot of people give them a bad rap. Uh, the truth is, is they're not they're not they're not bad people. They're actually there's a lot of great people in there and in that office. And I mean uh, they. They are taking care of, you know, uh, restricted applications. I understand still and, and transfers. There's there's a bit of a backlog though. I think it's. I read some dude today who's been waiting six weeks. I yeah, think. Yeah, I think I think I think you're looking at about a month uh, for those kind of transfers. I, I'm waiting on a couple myself. I'm, but, but like I say, mine's a bit of a different thing. I got to do my actual renewal. So yeah. maybe this week I'll. Pop onto the RCMP website and see what they're saying. Right on. You, do you, you have to do you have to send a picture again for renewal, or is it just fill out the paperwork and and pay your fee? I can't remember. You know what? I, I honestly, I, I I wouldn't want to commit to an answer, but I think Fair I enough. think I think I think that you don't. Because if they're uh, saying do it online, yeah. How do you, you, uh, how do you well, submit a picture? Oh well, you would take a picture of yourself and then you would submit it. I they'll guess ex- they'll a, accept that. Yeah, in, in an email. I, you know what? I um I, I like the idea. Of uh, you know always, you know uh, encouraging people to build on their collections. As a lot of people went out and bought a lot of new guns, um, you know I, I got to hand it to all those uh, of you that went out there and bought yourself a good, good old-fashioned shotgun. Apparently, there was like a massive spurs, like a, a splurge of people that were out buying pump-action short-barreled shotguns. Is that right? Oh yeah, like I mean that 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 seemed to be uh, fairly popular. I'm uh, I'm hearing good good reports of uh, sales numbers and that people are uh, definitely uh, going be enjoying themselves when they uh, open up the doors again to get out there in public. Uh, the idea that, uh, you know, we've got all these people out there that uh, never break the law with guns makes me feel better. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you know, uh, for everybody out there that thinks that it's a bad idea for people to have guns, I can tell you that there's two kinds of people that have guns in this world, good people and bad people. <laughs> and you know what? It's the good people that keep the bad people from doing things to you. So the more people with good guns that are out there, the better, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> you know, when you look back in history, every bad group of people that was trying to do something wrong to other people with guns had to be stopped with the good people with guns. And they, and they, but the first thing they did was take the guns from the good people. Mm. Yeah, you know what? That's usually the first move of the bad people is to make sure that they don't have to deal with too much competition. Uh, opposition is unwanted. So, you know, historically, that's always what's happened, you know, with communist regimes as they've uh, deprived people of their legal uh, private ownership of firearms. And I mean, just regimes, too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and uh, some of the safest places in the world have a lot of guns. And uh, we could see that in the numbers. Uh, I can tell you that. You know, I, for one, uh, you know, visit the range often. Uh, I know how much ammunition and and firearms were purchased in the last, you know, uh, month. And yet here we are, you know. No mass shootings. No, yeah, still. Still. Still no mass right. It's like the beginning of hunting season. You know, you get 85,000 people going out there and shooting guns, and guess what? Nobody gets shot. No, nobody's, nobody's doing a drive-by. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. so they keep selling the public the idea that somehow uh, removal of certain types of firearms is going to be beneficial <laughs> to public safety. I can tell you right now it has nothing to do with public safety. Uh, and yet they keep on pushing for it, and that's the thing that's uh, so perplexing. You know, nobody's behind it. Chiefs, police associations, 
is not behind it. Uh, there's studies you know, from the RCMP saying there's no merit in it. You've got uh, police uh, forces saying that they're not going to do anything about it. Uh, they're not going to enforce those rules. you got provinces saying nope. And everybody's saying no. All the experts they said we had to listen all to. Pe- all the people who, who they have alluded to are the quote-unquote experts are, are now saying no. And uh, but, That's right. Well, but Billy Blair's an expert, apparently. <laughs> you know, and Billy, Billy Blair's an expert on one thing. Yeah, verbal diarrhea. Yeah, well, you know, if there's if there's one good thing that's come out of this coronavirus, uh, you know, episode we're going through right now is that the gun owners have gotten a bit of a reprieve. Uh, we've we've had a an op- don't sit on your laurels, old. No, if it, if you think they've forgotten about us, folks, they have most certainly not. I can I can assure you. Uh, I understand that uh, Heidi Ratchin uh, was very disappointed that the liberal government didn't make a uh, a serious move on us when we had the chance, as she put it. Uh, is, that, is that the doctor? No, no. That, you know what? It, it's 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 really. Uh, I'm wondering where Wendy Kukier is in all this. She's been you know eerie silent, uh, but but ultimately for a long time. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, you know, they want to take away the guns. I don't think they've given up on that idea. Anybody that thinks that they have, uh, are they going to be able to get around to it? You know, I think they will. Uh, personally, I think they're just waiting for something bad to happen. Uh, I think if you lock people up, um, you know, in their homes and tell them they can't socialize as per normal, uh, you're going to have some people crawl on the walls. Uh, there's definitely going to be some people out there that are going to uh, engage in some <clears throat> heated discussions with their spouses. Yeah. Uh, my yeah. my best advice to you is go for a walk and uh, keep it quiet enough that it doesn't attract the, the uh, attention of your neighbors. But, uh, you know, and domestic season's coming. In, in policing, I can domestic tell you. Season. Yeah, domestic season's coming. I, I, I can tell you. The, when the weather starts heating up. Well, you know, I, I used to tell people in policing, you know, you go through, you know, Christmas. You know, you'd have the Christmas family fights uh, in policing. Of course, you had the New Year's battles in H-Town. Uh, you know, I used to volunteer to work New Year's Eve. I loved I loved it. It was I just, a busy shift. Fight night. You know, it was it was it was <laughs> no pay per view. Oh my god! I would break side seat. I, I would break up three fights on the street on the way to a call. Right? <laughs> that's that's the kind of you know town the hammer is and well, uh, certain, yeah east end north end yeah but you go through you know Christmas and then New Year's you know the fights in New Year's but but not domestics and you know it would be like the winter time people would be locked up indoors with one another and you could tell that people had had enough of each other's company by the time spring rolled around like and the second day of winter break yeah <laughs> and, and of course domestic season would start yeah. and you know if you'd been working on your summer body then you know breakup season would start and then you know it was like an extension of uh, domestic season but like i mean now now you've you know added on uh some time here uh, to uh and certainly people are stuck at home with one another uh i love that the idea that people are you know getting closer to their families and they're engaging in activities outdoors um you know you, you can get outside and enjoy the great outdoors here in canada without you know um putting anybody at risk in my opinion um i always keep telling people the you know, the, the, the gas pumps are your greatest enemies. Um, but, you know, get out, uh, take a drive, you know, go out uh, to the uh, family cottage if you got one. If, you, uh, if you're if you camping, uh, you know, that that's... You can't camp, I don't think. Not allowed to camp? I think, I think the parks are closed. Yeah. They don't want people congregating. Or if they're not open yet, then I don't think they're going to open, open yeah. them. Yeah, okay. All right. Which would make sense, right? Which would make sense. And, you but, you know, I've been, I've been encouraging it. Well, but, well, I guess, but, you know, with them closed now, you know, you, maybe you can camp elsewhere. Uh, there's plenty of space in camp. Canada that I'm sure you can camp in that's not um, well, families just do do a camp thing in the backyard with the kids. Yeah, right? yeah, something. I mean, I love I love the idea.
idea, though, of families getting closer, and, and I see real opportunities in all this uh, for that to happen. And, and certainly people, I think, will have a better appreciation of, you know, the ability to go places and do the things you want by the time this thing's over. Um, you know, uh, assuming, of course, you know, we get through this in the next, you know, four to eight months. Um, I, I really do think that, uh, you know, people are going to appreciate the ability to, you know, go someplace and sit down and touch the countertop again I, I, without I, I, you know, I having so. a panic I, attack. I, I would agree with you 100%. I hope this, that the one thing is that people understand or... Ha- because there's, there's a lot of, I mean, when you're stuck inside, yeah. there's a lot of time to think about things that you haven't normally had to think about because you haven't, we haven't been in this position. So just like you say, appreciate, appreciate what you have after this is done. Don't take things for granted. Netflix has got to be making a fortune. <laughs> like I, yeah. right, like I, I can't imagine. And that, that's something I wanted to talk about briefly, you know, like things that kill the time. Uh, you know, if you haven't gotten yourself into a good TV show yet, uh, I'm watching Blacklist. Uh, have you, have you seen it yet? No, you mentioned it to me. Yeah. IPTV box. Yeah. It, is, it is available. It's, you know, I haven't bought into this whole Tiger King craze. I, I you know, I can't quite get into it. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm. What is, deep. I don't, what's the deal with that guy? He's everywhere. Like, is he like the, is he like the horse whisperer, the dog whisperer uh, of the y- tiger Tigers. I, yeah. You know, it, the, the show's been described to me and I have no problems. It's a show. It's a show? Yeah. I have no problems with gay people. It's not that. I can, I can just tell you that I just, and I love big cats. He's so gay? I'm really. I didn't think he was gay. Yeah. Was gay. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a couple of um, gay players on the show, I've been, I've been told. And, and I don't say that in a derogatory way. It's just like, it's not, you know, it, it's because not. Because all the stuff I've seen about it, I haven't seen that. That's the only thing. Is, you know what? I, is yeah, I'm pretty, I'm sexuality. pretty, I, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure that that's become uh, part part of the, the show's personality. And, and you know what? It, it, what everybody's saying it's great. Uh, but just the, the idea, um, you know, that I would ignore a show about big cats is kind of strange because I love, you know, tigers and lions. And, and so I'm really kind of excited to watch it just right now. I'm so deeply engrossed in Blacklist that so, I can't so, get out of it. But okay, but I'm still un- unclear. Like, what is the deal with him? Why is it a show? Like, what's the show about? Him owning a tiger? Like, no, no, no. It's it's like a tiger uh, sanctuary, and okay. and and it's like a reality based TV show. Apparently, he has like some sort of competition that's on the show. That's um, uh, a female part, and uh, she's running basically the same kind of operation in some respects. She would she would tell you differently, and, uh, and apparently, you're you're already uh, at this stage in the. Uh, the show season cheering for you know teams and this like i mean like okay. yeah so that um, guy's exploded all over social media yeah he's weeks. everywhere guy's everywhere yeah well I, I, dave keeps telling me you gotta watch it you gotta watch it dave so i mean, watches it yeah dave watches it he, dave, he's a talker he he loves it but i'm in blacklist and if you haven't seen that show yet um you know it's it's an older show and so you can you can watch like several seasons but it, it starts off with a bang and i'm really digging it so far no <laughs> You know what? Leave it to you, eh? I swear. <laughs> no, no, it's but it's a really it's a really great show and it's 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 dark and it's it's gritty and it starts off with a bang and the character development's great, the writing's good. I love that James Spade's in it. Um, you know, when I was growing up, he was part of that Brat Pack, uh, you know, with um oh, what's his name? Um who was it? Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe. I I remember yeah. him from Bad Influence. He was in a movie with Rob Lowe. Okay. Anyway, James James Spade um uh, became this spader, 
that's it, Spader. James Spader. James Spader. Yeah, there. Yeah, he. I'm thinking David Spade. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, but but I love I love the character he plays in this. It's nice seeing him as, as you know a much older character now, and he plays this like sinister criminal mastermind. And and I mean I could tell you that the, the character evolves, and it's it's really a great great watch. So if you want to sit down with you know the person you love and uh, and or whoever you got right next to you at the time uh, that's yeah. that's sharing you know quarantine time with you, um, you know enjoy a great show like that. Uh, that one that's the one that I would recommend to people at this point because I mean I'm only in blacklist I'm only a couple of uh, a couple seasons in and already it's like wow like so many twists and turns like I, I would really encourage people to watch it it's a great show fair enough yeah, yeah. And I mean, like other things, you know, that you can do, uh, we've already touched on reloading and, uh, you know, doing upgrades to your house. What, yeah, what else? Home improvements. What, what, yeah. what else? What else you got? I don't, I don't like, I don't know. I think that pretty much is it. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, like, like, gra- it's like Groundhog Day it some is, days, isn't it? Is. it? <laughs> dun, dun. Um, Dun, like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Other than see, the only things I'm thinking now is 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 from an ed, like a teacher standpoint and stuff that the the community is doing that my school is in, but that's just for the kids, right? Yeah. Um, but I mean, Easter's coming up next weekend, so yeah. uh, I don't know if there's you can maybe start thinking about Easter egg hunts for your kids out back if you got kids. And you got sanitize. You got to sanitize the eggs in and in, in and outside the house too, right? Yeah. So, well, well, you know, I, I've been encouraging people to get outside. I know you're not supposed to go outside, but like, I mean, if you can, if you can appreciate things like a walk, um, you yeah. know, it's a great opportunity. The gyms are closed, so I mean, it's a great opportunity to get out there. Uh, they say the stairs are very unhealthy uh, place to be. They're closed. They're closed. Uh, but but you know, to get out and get a walk and you know, enjoy some fresh air. Uh, we got a super moon coming up uh, very shortly. I think it's uh, maybe what's tomorrow. Day I don't after. know. I didn't hear that. But we got uh, we got the supermoon phenomenon is uh, coming up, and if you've never seen a supermoon before, have you have you have you ever witnessed that? Yes. Uh, yeah. Once. Yeah. If if folks if you ordinarily have a life that's filled with hustle and bustle, and you don't slow down for a second to enjoy something like uh, a celestial event, like a you know. A, you know, a comet going by or, you know, um, a full moon that is so bright and so big. Like, and do, 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 do you understand the, uh, the concept behind it? I guess the, the, um, the orbit of the moon is, is elliptical, and at some points it's very close. It gets, yeah, proximity to the Earth. Yeah, so if you look, if there, there's going to be a point uh, where the moon is going to be very close uh, to Earth and is going to be uh, having light reflected off it and it's going to be so bright. It's really something that I would recommend people take in. If you've never seen it before, it, it can be fantastic. I remember once I saw the moon look lo- so low and was so big, I couldn't believe it. It looked like the Death Star. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like I lifted my head up. I was traveling down Queenston Road in, in, in uh, Hamilton Stony Creek area and I lifted my head and I looked up and I, you know, rounded a corner and got it down the straightaway and it was like, what the hell? Like it, it was enormous. And if you, big, yeah, so like har- harvest moons are like that too. Yeah, like that big full orangey. Yeah, but things are gigantic. but but it was yeah, it was gigantic. And I mean, like so that's coming up. Uh, I think for some reason I think it's April seventh. I'm not sure, but uh, I would. I, it's almost the full moon. Look, it's close. It's pretty close. It's so close. This week, perhaps. That you know, in, 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 dude, in policing, like I would look up at that moon and go, oh shit. You know what? There is there's there's something because there's something to my not, aunt when mm. she was younger was a nurse and she worked at St. Joe's yeah. and she said dollars to donuts. Oh yeah. Every time there was a full moon, it was a gong show. At oh, the it's hospital. legit. Anybody, anybody that says otherwise has never worked with the public. I can tell you right now when there's a full moon, I, I always said it was the days before and after 
that were the worst. Um, there were there were rumors of you know the um, police staffing levels being increased for the full moons. They still marked it on our calendars. Really? Yeah. Like you you oh yeah. The old, man, every time I opened that thing up and I saw that full moon and you know like a Saturday night shift in Hamilton, I was like, oh man, you know maybe I want to trade that one off. I try and work that one off if I could. You know, towards the end of my career, I you know I wasn't as uh, you know spirited uh, a fighter uh, as I was in the uh, earlier years. I could tell you, I'd see the full moon, and know that it was going to be a wild night. Like it, it was, it was inevitably uh, a, a shit show in in Hamilton when there was a full moon out. Uh, there really is something to that. If you've if you've been in, an, in a hospital emergency room, you could see it. People do some really messed up stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah apparently they do. Yeah. Yep. Well, you know what? I'm uh, I'm definitely thinking that uh, we're gonna have to think up some new things to do. We we do have a property that we can use to shoot some guns. I'm definitely gonna look for some input from people uh, on the page as to what they'd like to see us shoot at. It's gotta be it's gotta be safe. Was that the was that is that the young fellow that likes to side houses? Oh yeah, <laughs> you know him, eh? <laughs> is that who you refer to? He's yeah, he's, he's he's a lot of fun. Uh, you know, we got to get him out to Redneck Sundays. You're talking yeah, about tip, you're talking about tip-top exteriors. Yes. He, yeah, you know, Joe's a great guy. I, I actually, a lot of people don't know this, but Joe, Joe definitely got me started in the world of you know YouTube and and, and I mean I, I saw some of what he was doing and uh, of course he has he has this really great personality and he's a competitive shooter and uh, definitely. Uh, uh, definitely a handful. <laughs> yeah. might be ta- I think we're talking about two different people. No, are you tipped up exteriors, Joe? I don't know. I'm, now that I think of it, I don't know if it's the same. He does the sides on houses. Oh, no. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. There oh, yeah. Yeah, you know what? Mellow. Yeah. That's you, a- yeah. No, no. We, you know, we're going to get we're gonna get out and we're going to do some shooting. Uh, I, you know, he's he's been after me to do it for a while. Uh, I definitely think that we got to get out there on the uh, private property. It's a safe place to discharge firearms. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly, mm-hmm. uh, city bylaws for that area or township bylaws make allowances for it. And uh, we're looking forward to pulling the trigger. I know a lot of people uh, are very envious right now. I, I can tell you, if you got a friend with some property, get out there and enjoy it. I, I'm, I'm encouraging people to or do that. Or make a friend that's got some property. <laughs> or make a friend that's got some property, yeah. You know what? I tell you, this is when I wish Bugsy lived here again. He had, he had made some great connections with the farmers in the area. And, oh, uh, right. yeah, you know, it wouldn't it wouldn't have taken much uh, to, to get onto a property in this area. You know, he, he worked up on the Stony Creek Mountain, mm-hmm. and, of course, he was a hunter. So, I mean, he was always up in the area and meeting mm-hmm. the farmers up mm-hmm. there. And, you know, he made some really great friendships. And, uh, you know, Bugsy, if you're listening, uh, we definitely miss you around here. I'm going to be making a, a trip back out uh, Maybe. To, to the island, to the island. You know, different <laughs> different time on the island. Things happen different. I'm not Bugsy sure says. when that'll be. But yeah, well, whenever they let me get back onto one of those uh, flying tin cans. I'm sure it's not one of the ones that just landed from China. No, right? like, definitely not. Anyway, that's about all the time we have. Coach Nick, thank you so much for joining me again. It's been a fun night. All right. Thank you, folks, for listening. Don't forget to like and subscribe to us on YouTube and on Instagram. And as always, Canada, don't forget to shoot straight. Stay safe.